Tonight, I'll be speaking briefly on speeding like Jesus. Speeding like Jesus. Turn with me to John 17, 1 to 4. John 17, 1 to 4. This word spake Jesus. That's chapter 17, 1 to 4. If you are there, say amen. This word spake Jesus and lifted up his eye to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify thy son, that thy, thy son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. Verse 3, And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God. And Jesus Christ, uh, whom thou hast sent, verse 4 and the last verse, I have glorified thee on the head. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. Hallelujah. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. Brethren, tonight, I have come to tell you there is a work God has given you to do. There is a purpose why God created you. You are not just here for the fun of it. You are here to fulfill something. You are here to make an impact. But let me tell you, if care is not taken... Many people that have been created may not fulfill their destiny. God did not just create you for nothing. He has created you to do something. And I can tell you that if there is somebody to pattern your life after, it is Jesus. We may have fathers in the Lord. Yes, they are excellent and perfect example. But the foremost example... The perfect example is Jesus Christ. And from where we have read, he said, I finished the work which thou gavest me to do. Within how many years? 33 and a half years. He said, I have finished all the work which thou gavest me within 33 and a half years. And the impact of that work is still what many of us are celebrating to date. We have not been able to forget. Generation after you, if Jesus starts, we still read about the exploit of Jesus. There is no man that can actually be able to make such an impact. Such that generation after generation, we keep remembering what he has done. Let me tell you something. The reason why many politicians keep many of their projects till the last, the tail end of their tenure is because many of us may not remember the work they do if, you, if they do it the first and second year of their tenure. So most time they delayed it maybe the last 12 months, 24 months because the next election, they want to use many of these things to campaign. Do you have a witness in the house? That's what they do. But Jesus, after many years, over 2,000 years ago, was able to accomplish everything accomplishable within 33.5 years. Speeding like Jesus. The word that Jesus spoke through the man of God over this assembly is a word that must come to pass. If only you can believe, if only you can receive. Because the word of God is here and amen. Mark 13 verse 31. He said heaven and hell will pass away, but not a jot will go unfulfilled. So God is not a man that should just be talking and talking and talking because he wants to talk. He talks because he means what he's saying. The problem with many of us is that we really don't take God by his word. 
That's the more reason every time we have problem, we, the first place or the first point of consultation is man. In one of the books, God helps us to write, you know, uh, 40 life uh, changing a, a wisdom. The first wisdom there is talk more to God than you talk men to talk, talk to men. Talk more to God than you talk to men. Many of us, when we have problem, we don't even rem- we don't remember to pray. We first of all run to the hospital. I'm sick, I'm sick. But I've learned that everything that you talk to God about is it is it is committed to make sure that he attends to it. So speaking like Jesus is part, you know, you are you are looking at Jesus and you are saying, No, I have to go the way Jesus went. I have to do what Jesus did. I have to speak like Jesus spoke. And I can tell you, if you can do that, it is not only just a talk. It's not only a mantra. It's not just for the, you know, pastor did not just come here and say, the team for the year is fast and far. Because I, I, when I was coming, I saw the sticker on the car. Fast and far. Fast and far, fast and far. And I say, yes. As many that can receive it, you will go fast and far. I say, you will go fast and far. In the name of Jesus. You will go fast. It is not impossible. Because the Bible says with God, nothing shall be what? Nothing shall be impossible. Your own thing will not be impossible with God. In the name of Jesus. Growth is either horizontal or vertical. Speed is either horizontal or vertical. When it is horizontal, I am talking about growth in the physical. I am talking about growth in your day-to-day lifestyle. I was preaching on Sunday, and I told the people of God in Portaco, I said that in life, on this earth, believe it or you leave it. There is nothing like highest life for, for somebody in Christ Jesus. There is nothing like you will attain highest life. No. Because the Bible says in Philip and Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18, it said the path of the just is like what? <laughs> because the word God gave to us at the beginning of the month was ascending to a higher life in Christ Jesus. And perhaps many of them are too spiritual. So spiritual that they probably think they are already here. So there's nothing to ascend or no level to ascend to. And I said, no. E. Paul, having done several exploits, is he saying that I may know him? And the more you try to know him, the more you discover that you have not known him. So I told them there's nothing like I like until you see Jesus in glory. Because that is when you gain eternal life. Finally. They all say, hey. So I said this month, focus. Not only coming to church and praying and praying in your place of work, be the light. If if they are looking for the best, let your name be number one. Because everything that Jesus was doing, he was good at it. He was good at it. He was a, a carrier of... He donated his, himself to the pursuit of destiny. Many of us have not donated our life. We are, we are, we are wasting time. 
You are only chanting and crying. I will go fast and far. You can't go fast and far with such attitude. You have to, you have to understand that there is a place of growth horizontally, which has to do with your day-to-day lifestyle. It's a pity that the church, you know, when I'm talking about the church, I'm not talking of this building. I'm talking of you and I. We are no longer the, the light of the world. We are no longer what Jesus said we should be. In this day of an age, we have Christians who go to their place of work and embezzle money. We have a lot of Christians. Just today, myself and Pastor Tunde and Pastor Irabo, right? We're discussing, and one of the things Pastor Irabo says, you know, is this the kind of Christians we have today is not the kind of Christians of old. And I, I, one of the things the Holy Spirit told me some months back was the apostasy is being fulfilled. That is a negative apostasy because in the latter days, people will forsake the faith. But let it not, let it not be said that the apostasy is fulfilled in your life. Judas Iscariot was one of the twelve. Why not Peter? Why not Thomas? But he made himself available. Don't make your life available for corruption. Don't make your life available for things that doesn't showcase God. That doesn't glorify God. There's nothing as good as serving God, brethren. If you will go far, if you will speak like Jesus, you've got to behave like Jesus. One of those days I told the church people, I said, well, I may have been prophesying and decreeing, but if you don't obey the law or the, cons- the, the precept of the scripture, you won't see the manifestation. I know some of you may find it very difficult, but I'm praying for grace. Because I believe that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. Somebody's here, I know within you, you desire to serve God. I know within you, you desire to live a life that is in compliance, total compliance with the life of Christ. But I have come to tell you that the one who can help the helpless is here tonight. It will help you in Jesus' name. I say it will help you in Jesus' name. I say it will help you in Jesus' name. Speeding like Jesus. Because of our time, I would like to go over to the requirement for speed. The requirement for speed. Because there is, there is need for us to have understanding. Number one requirement for speed is power. Amen. What is power? It is capacity to do something. It is capacity to do something. As an engineer, by the grace of God, I reckon engineering. The SI unit of power is what? The, the, the power of a generator will determines the total appliances that that generator can carry. And like I, I know, I, 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 I've told several of my people there that you need to aspire to carry more power. Because the amount of power that you carry will determine how far you can go. Because life has different mountains in different sizes. When you give your life to Christ, the mountains are like this. As you begin to grow, they go higher. As you begin to grow, they go higher. For, for every next level, there is a next devil. And for you to overcome the next devil, there is a need for you to have the next level power. 
You've got to desire to have the next level power. David said in Psalm 63 verse 1 to 2, he said, oh God, thou art my God. Psalm 63 verse 1 to 2, oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where there's no water to see thy power. To see thy power. To see thy power. The power of an engine will determine how fast that car can run. If you will go fast, you've got to take up a bigger engine. Probably you have been running with four cylinder engine. It's time to take it up to six cylinder. Eight cylinder. Don't limit yourself. Even some of us that you see today, many a times when we see what God has done within us, we are saying, <laughs> my small, small me, you mean I can pray and something like this will happen. A woman came to church one day said, as the anointing, no, just touch, no pushing, nothing. He said, the fibro disappeared. Some months back, one of our church members, the youth, called and said, Pastor, my sister in Abuja cannot talk. For the past three days, she can't walk. She can't eat. Please, what can I do? This and that. I said, I just told them, I'll call you back in the next 10 minutes. I asked Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to say? Holy Spirit said, try and get her to confess God's word. So I called back and said, can you please give me a number? I said, she can't talk. I said, okay, don't worry. Just call the, whoever is with her and let me have a, 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 a conversation with her. They gave her the phone. I started talking. She wasn't responding. Within 30 seconds, she started responding, just saying yes, no. And by the grace of, within five, ten minutes, she started saying it. I am, I am a child of God. I am an overcomer. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Because what they told me was that she would be shouting and saying she's seen some strange people oppressing her. They said, let's take you to hospital. I said, no. This is not an hospital. I'm seeing people, strange people. And let me tell you, if you don't believe in, if you don't believe in it, I would rather advise you believe it now. It's better you believe it now <laughs> than for you to experience it. But glory be to God, after one hour, they called and said, well, she has started talking, but she hasn't, I mean, she has, she has, she has not walked. But before six hours, she started walking. Three days, I mean, without a lot, if I keep telling you what God has been doing, and I know because I've been following you on podcast. So I've been hearing the great and mighty testimony God is doing here. But that's just the beginning. Because not through your pastor, through you, God will raise the dead. Hey, you can't even say amen. I said, God will raise the dead. Time will not permit me to tell you several testimony. That is the importance of power. Ah! Power is what can make you to be above principalities. Because in life, there are not only principalities, there are powers. But you've got to carry a higher power to be able to subdue them. In boxing, there is a, is it flyweight? 
feather, there's flyweight, there's banter weight, there's middleweight. Yeah, flyweight is 52 kilograms. Banter weight is 56. Middle, I think lightweight, lightweight is 60 kilograms. People like us, we are considered middleweight. Not only middleweight, they are light heavyweight. People like uh, Joshua. Is it Joshua? What's the name of that guy? Anthony Joshua. That is heavyweight. If you go and put a flyweight with heavyweight, uh, what will happen? Uh, that, that, that is a uh, uh, suicide attempt now. <laughs> you want to go and put yourself to go and file heavyweight. You want to commit suicide. That's not murder. You are the one that wants to kill yourself. So in life, there are demonic powers. But to go far, because there will be barriers. How do I know? Because the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 16 verse 9, say great and effectual doors are open. But there are many what? Adversary. Adversary is synonymous to enemies. Adversary are things that doesn't want you to move fast. But as God lived, as many that are here tonight, as many that can abide by the principles, by the dictates of God's word, I see you gaining power. I say, I see you gaining power. One of the prophecies of our father and the Lord, Pastor Yadebo, is that greater works than what God has done through him, we will do. And I believe it strongly. Not only him, I said that in John 14, 12, Jesus said, said greater work than this, you will what? You will do. It is, our scripture is for you. How many people believe that that scripture is for them? Receive it tonight in Jesus' name. Another thing, when you get home, you can read Acts after, uh, you can read Acts 10, 38. The Bible says, how God anointed Jesus Christ with Holy Ghost and power. In, uh, you can read John chapter 1. Okay, you can read Colossians chapter 1 verse 12. Amen. Amen. Another thing that you need for you to go or to run with the kind of speed that Jesus ran with is to have his presence. His presence. In Exodus chapter 33, verse 14 to 15. Exodus 33, verse 14. And he said, that is Moses. And he said, my presence shall go with thee. I prophesy to you, God's presence will go with you. He said, my presence shall go and I will give thee rest. For everyone here tonight, I decree over your life, you are entering into a season of rest. And I said unto him, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not up ends. You need the presence of God. You need the presence. Without God's presence, I can tell you, the enemy will defeat you. You need to be carrier of God's presence. Joseph in Genesis 39 verse 2 was able to overcome household enemy. Was able to overcome the enemy outside because God was with him. God was with him. You need not to be faster than God. You need to learn to live in the moment. Living in the moment is living by his will. Living by his dictates. There are many of us, we are running faster than God. And when you run faster than God, you will crash. 
Don't be faster than God. Don't help God to achieve what he wants to achieve through you. Abraham was trying to help God. He slept with Agar. In Genesis chapter 16, verse, if you read the, the last verse of that chapter, the Bible tells us that Abraham was 86 years. In the next verse, 17 verse 1, that's Genesis 17, 86, in Genesis 17 verse 1, it was how many years? It was 19, 99 years. That is 13 years wasted. Every time a man tries to help God, every time you try to run ahead of God, I can tell you for free, you don't need to pay for this one. Just for free. Every time you try to run ahead of God, leaving God behind, you are going to make a mess of your life. The mess of Abraham is still what we are feeling today. <laughs> There is one adage in my language. Oju akba. Kolejo oju. It means that a scar can never return back to its initial form. When you, when you enjoy yourself, there will always be that scar. And that scar will be there forever. You may not be able to wipe it out. So when you fail not to live in the moment, when you fail not to carry God's presence, and you are doing things without consulting him. Not his will, but your will. Jesus even lived in the presence of his father. He said, he said not my will, father, but thy will. Not your will, father, but not my will, father, but your will. Tonight, I want to encourage you. The word that has come. Is a word that will be fulfilled. But it may not be fulfilled in everyone's life. It will only be fulfilled by those who will carry him everywhere. I pray his presence will not leave you. Time is not my friend. Number three, apart from the power, apart from his presence, because his presence is what will sustain you, you need to be sustained though. Life is a marathon. It's not 100 meters. In the journey of life, you will meet all kinds of people. People that will discourage you. People that will act like friends, but they are enemy. But you've got to carry Jesus. You've got to carry his presence. I know you are going through it. But let me tell you, <laughs> with that next experience, is a requirement to get to the promised land. So whatever you are going through is not peculiar to you. In short, as a matter of fact, when you are going through it, just, pray, just praise God. Because if he's bringing you through it, he will get you there. So please, let his presence sustain you. Let his presence sustain you. Number three, stay focused on him. Stay focused. Many of us, we are walking this way. You are not focusing on where you are going to. You are looking elsewhere. Distraction, left, right, and center. You are focusing on the storms of life rather than focusing on Jesus. The Bible says in Hebrews 12 verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher. He is the author of your life. He is the finisher of your life. Who for the 
joy that was set before him. Endure the cross and despise the what? The shame. Christianity has shame. Oh. Christianity has shame. Christianity has shame. What do I mean by that? There are certain times in life that you will accept certain things. You will do certain things just because you want God's name to be glorified. There was a time a young man, pastor knows this story, came, he said he's an evangelist, this and that, we trusted him. Swindled me of 10 million naira. And everybody was saying, no, it's actually something that I wanted to take cash on EFC. But the Holy Spirit, no, 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 don't go that way, don't go that way, don't go that way. That is shame. That is pain. Sometimes God will tell you to do certain things that will not be easy. But at the end, I tell you, <laughs> there will be joy. There will be restoration. That every life that has glory, has story. You know what God told me? He said, I allowed you to go into it because if you don't crash now, if you don't go through it now, there's a level you go through it, you, you may never recover. God may allow you to lose five naira now because you can afford to lose five naira and get it back. But if you lose one billion dollars, <laughs> you may never recover. But you've got to learn the lesson now. And that's why I've come to speak to all the youth in the house. Your youthful time is not to play around. Your youthful time is to be responsible. Your youthful time is to take responsibility. Your youthful time is to stay focused. As I close, I will tell you three enemies of your speed. Number one enemy because of the time. These enemies... Uh, written in one of the books, uh, Total Independence. Total Independence is a book focusing on the youth of this nation and focusing on several things going on and how we need to rise as a church to regain back our rightful position. And one of the things that God gave us as inspiration in that book is the enemies of your speed as follow uncontrollable fleshly desire. Uncontrollable fleshly desire. In Judges chapter 16, verse 1 to 6. Judges 16, verse 1 to 6. Then went Samson to Gaza and saw there an alert and went in unto her. And it was told that the Gaza is saying, Samson is come either. And they compassed him and laid wait for him all night in the gate of the city. And were quiet all the night, saying in the morning, when it is day, we shall kill him. Verse 3. And Samson lay till midnight and arose at midnight and took the doors of the gate of the city and the two posts and went away with it, bar and all, and put them upon his shoulder and carried them up to the top of all the hills that is before Hebron. And it came to pass afterward, he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. And the laws of the Philistine came to her and said unto her, Entice him and see wherein his great strength lies, and by what means we may prevail against him. 
that we may bind him to afflict him and we will give him D, every one of us, 1100 pieces of silver. Hallelujah. Many of us may be thinking that devil is our number one enemy. We may be thinking the witches and the wizard are the people that may hinder us from going far and fast. But I have come to tell you that you are wrong. Totally wrong. If you can take responsibility for your life, not thinking of what government or church will do, take responsibility for your life. That is when you can go fast and fast. And that's why I said the number one enemy, look at Samson. Samson was going very fast. Very fast. His fame was noise all over the world. Every nation bowed before Samson. Things were happening well for him. But it got to a point he lost focus. Instead of focusing on the purpose why God created him, he kept looking at Delilah. And the Delilah brought him down. Look at verse 19 to 21. Look at what happened. In verse 19 to 21 of Joseph 16. And she made him sleep upon her knees. And she called for a man. And she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his hair. And she began to afflict him. And his strength went from him. Can you see that? Can you see how he lost his power? His strength went from where? From him. You will not lose your power. I pray for you tonight. I say you will not lose your power. Your own Delilah may not be a woman. It may be love. Too much love for money. Uncontrollable, uncontrollable fleshly desire. It can kill any man. When you give yourself to something far more than God, you will kill yourself. You will crash. And look at what it says. And she said, the Philistine be upon the Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as at other time before and shake myself. And he will know that the Lord was departed. He didn't know that the Lord has departed from him. Verse 21. But the Philistine took him and put out his eye. Hallelujah. The vision was gone. They put out his eye. They put out his eye because the strength is no longer there. Whatever has taken your strength from you, Whatever has taken your power from you, because you are here tonight, mercy will find you. And not only that mercy will find you, mercy will cause restoration. Restoration of fortune. Restoration of power. Restoration of strength. In the name of Jesus. Number two enemies of your speed is resource wastage attitude. Resource wastage attitude. Don't waste your life. Don't waste the resources. God will not leave any man without any resource. There will always be something in your hand that you can sow. The value of the seed is in the planting. Every seed that is not planted can never germinate. It can't bring forth many other grain. There is something God, gave, God has given to you as you are seated. It may be five naira. It may be ten naira. If only you can make the most of it, I can tell you that People that used to know you are somebody that is poor, somebody that is wretched, somebody that is not enviable, you know, somebody that is living a life that is, that, is, that is not showcasing God's glory. I can tell you for free, you don't need to pay for this. 
Even before the end of this year, by the time it's 31st of December, because you're a member of this glorious church, where the presence of the Lord is, 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 is dwelling, I can tell you for free that the glory of the Lord will be your portion by the end of this year, and they will not be able to recognize you because you will have changed location. Speedy means, you know, I checked it in dictionary. Speedy means changing location. Hallelujah. It means transformation. Because the difference between year and dear is T. Year, H-E-R-E, to dear. I learned that from this man of God here. The day he preached that message, I said, wow. My eyes burst open. He said the difference between year and there is the T in front of there. And that T means transformation. For everyone here tonight, I decree over your life, there shall be transformation. Transformation financially. Transformation maritally. In the name of Jesus. But please don't waste resources. And lastly, time waste mentality. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 to 16. See then that ye works are constantly, not as full, but as why redeeming the time. <laughs> because the days are evil. Redeeming the time. I know somebody is beginning to get angry. Ah, how many years do I have left in this life? But God, who can turn around the situation of a man? God, who can change the story of a man? He changed the story of Jabez. Jabez was known for nothing. Is everything about him, you know, you can, you can summarize it. And the conclusion of the matter is that it's sorrow. But I have a good news for everyone here tonight because that's God's promise. In one of the books I wrote by the grace of God is God's promise equals good news. When you look at God's world, please don't look it blindly. Don't be blindsided. Always have your eyes, eyes, your spiritual eye open because in every God's word, there is God's promise. It's God's promise. When you can receive it, when you can believe it, God is committed to bring it to pass. That's why I've come to tell everyone here tonight, your season of moving fast and going far in life is here. You are not in this choice by accident. God brought you here so that your life can, can turn around for good. There's so much problem in the world, but the solution is in Christ. Stand to your feet. Jesus, the Son of God, I believe in you. I believe in you. Jesus, the Son of God, Jesus, the Son of God, I believe. I believe in you. Do you believe? I believe in you.